Listen, be extra. We I'll are the gold standard. Hey guys, welcome back to Being Extra. I am joined again by my good friend, co-host of this show, Luis. How are you doing, Luis? I'm doing great, man. I feel like uh, we haven't done one of these in a while. Um, feels good to be back, you know. I'm just yeah, gonna, man. We're going to just call this season two since we had a little hiatus between uh, the first season. So we'll just make this, uh, you know, season two. Yeah, and um, just so you guys know, you know, Luis, again, I'm just reminding people that he's a photographer. And you can see his picture behind me right there. <laughs> he took that, and uh, he's a pretty talented photographer. Uh, so don't forget to follow him. Uh, I'm going to put that all below. But I'm also happy because we're joined by a good friend of mine that I met at work, Donovan. How are you doing, Donovan? I'm doing good. Living the dream, dude. That is awesome, dude. That is how you have a good winter break. Oh, of course. You got some good comic books in, got some good movies in. And we're going to be talking all about what we're watching, what we're doing, uh, stuff we worked on. Uh, me and Donovan are working on something right now. We can't say because they're in the middle of production. But trust us, guys, as soon as it comes out, uh, we're going to talk about it, get deep into it. We can just say it's a TV show. That's all we can say, but we can't say what TV show. But uh, that's where I met Donovan. And uh, the thing is that me and Donovan were ranting on uh, movies on set, right? We were just like ranting and ranting, talking about movies. And then we were like, hey, let's just let's put it on the podcast, dude. Because might as well get it out there, right? True, 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 true. All right. Well, uh, Luis, I want to start with you, man. How you been, dude? What, what you been watching? What you been up to, dude? Like movie wise or just in general? Anything, man. Talk to me. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've just been busy. I've been trying. Um, this year starting off pretty busy, which is kind of funny because this is exactly how 2020 started. Uh, I was pretty sure that 2020 was going to be an insanely busy year for me. Um, in, the, in January, obviously, before the pandemic. Uh, and now this year is starting exactly the same way. So hopefully uh, this year can be what 2020 was supposed to be um in terms of productive and you know stuff well, just to talk on that uh do you think and donovan you were in la right so uh do you think like atlanta's doing it right like they're like outdoing everybody in as far as and going back into production where are you asking oh. here, donovan <laughs> anybody <laughs> someone jump in personally i believe that we need more safety measures just because the higher rates of literally the pandemic going on. But at the same time, we're getting back in the swing of things. Literally, we see that with literally the continuation of the production of like Captain America and Winter, I mean, Winter Soldier and Falcon are currently in production right now. Yes. WandaVision's in production right now. There's always something in production in Atlanta shooting. People are putting them other than the bubble. People are trying to do testing every week. People are trying to find safeguards around the pandemic. But honestly, the number one place I've seen that have been having some very smooth productions, Canada. Canada has been literally on their shit, literally. They've been 
they got working, they started back working, and they found the right safeguards continuing to continue production. Dude, okay, I, I mean, that makes sense, Canada. But is Canada doing as much production as Atlanta right now? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, but I have been hearing that literally, unless they're unless they have the bubble in place already, it's not any way to truly control what goes in and out of the production. Got you. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, now, I know Canada is doing it right. I know Canada, especially uh, the people getting like uh, that are contagious or the people that are getting the virus, it's not as high, obviously, as the United States. But I know for a fact. California has more virus than like Georgia does. And that's why I feel like Georgia's kind of doing it right. Don't you think, Luis? You, you've been doing some background work, no? I have some mixed feelings uh, about that. Um, so, you know, in terms of the way that Georgia in, in, in general handled it, I'm not a huge fan of how they did it. Um, but, but them having them keeping everything open and available and then production companies having the months to set up uh, how they were going to, you know, go about, um, you know, doing the productions and having the safety measures and having like the teams and the testing and everything. I think that was, I think that's good because honestly, being on set is the safest I feel being like, even like at the grocery store because, or being out at the store because in Georgia here, there's still, you go to, I mean, besides like grocery stores, if you go out, there's still plenty of people that aren't wearing masks. Right. And on set, you have to wear masks. They have COVID compliance officers. They have, you know, hand sanitizer everywhere. They give you PPE, you know, you know, you're getting swabbed literally every day. Sometimes a couple, sometimes a couple times a day. Um, That's true. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, us being open and, you know, and then the production companies having, you know, setting up their procedures and then being as careful as they, you know, are being is, I think, very good. But, you know, Georgia was literally just like, we're not going to close. Just like, they're, they're, I mean, the governor was literally like, uh, yeah, just like, be, be responsible. And <laughs> obviously, a lot of people aren't being responsible. I mean, some are, but you know, people are partying and going out and doing a bunch of stuff they shouldn't be doing. This is the prime time that you need to buy your streaming services and watch TV and movies. Why, why do you need to go out on during the weekend? There's, no, there's nothing at the club <laughs> that, you don't, that you probably don't have an abundance of at home. You can buy alcohol and not pay the prices at your house. You can buy snacks at your house. You have a TV at your house yeah now I, this is the time to be more isolated from people you know i i agree and like clubs will always be there in the future restaurants movie theaters even though i've been guilty of going to the movie theater this past year but only like twice and for big movies it was uh, tenet and um okay and the goonies but only because they re -re they re-released it that wasn't really worth it Mm -hmm. uh, where did you go see the Goonies at? AMC. They they did like a re-release of old, like they did Grease, the Goonies. So so I was like, I told my wife, I'm like, hey, I've never seen the Goonies on the big screen, only on TV. Why not? It was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. 
It's a classic. Yeah, and I felt like, okay, maybe this is what it felt like in the 80s to go see the Goonies, but it was during the pandemic, which is my point. And uh, and the only other big movie I went to see was Tenet. And that... What's your thoughts on Tenet? Uh, not to get too much off track, man, it was hard to follow. I feel sorry for the script supervisor, man. <laughs> the script supervisor's probably like smoking cigarettes and like you know, just like taking cocaine because you can't take it, you know? <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? Like, that script and that audio, that audio sucked. And then I have a friend who, uh, Kevin, who's on this channel a lot too. He said, I, I watched it with subtitles and I still couldn't follow what was going on. Dude, I feel as though Tenet's like, it took me about three times of watching Inception before I truly in truly understood inception yeah and that's the kind of vibes i got from tenant yeah like this is a multiple viewing film <laughs> it it yeah you and i had to watch like those youtube explaining videos like like uh what does this mean <laughs> did you watch it Luis? no i haven't seen it <laughs> Dude, it's uh, it's very confusing, but it's some dope action. I'm just gonna say some backwards dope action that only Christopher Nolan can pull off. I was about to say like, uh, I haven't watched the uh, the John Wick movies, and I've heard those are. If I want some action, I'm just gonna watch this. Dude, you gotta watch John Wick. John no, Wick. Not. I've heard nothing but great things about that. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm behind on that. I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do that. I might just buy all three. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm behind on a lot of shit, to be honest. Especially TV, dude. Like, um, I wanted to talk to you, Louise. Uh, I saw your post. I saw you watched um, The Queen's Gambit, and I need to get on that. How is it? Do you recommend it? What's up with that show? Dude, that's my favorite. That's my favorite show last year. Like, it was... I just didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Um, like I said, I'm a photographer, so I'm actually going to be doing a Queen's Gambit, Gambit uh, photo shoot pretty oh. soon. Um, I found one of my friends, she's a, she's redhead and like slight, a little petite and like, um, you know, and like uh, pale, palish. So, I mean, obviously she's not going to look exactly like her, but. No, but you know, still, that's it, it's the concept. Cool. It's the concept, right? That's the concept of it. Uh, so I'm super excited. I love it. It's only seven, it's only seven episodes, dude. It's super short, um, limited series. Oh, so it's only one season? Yeah, it's only one season. I don't know if they're even going to do a season two. I don't even know how it would go. But I mean, slightly, slightly off, slightly off topic. Uh, I don't think there should be a season two. Uh, I'm a huge proponent of some stories are fine being one season or two seasons or like, I'm not a huge fan of there being sequels or stuff being pushed further than it's supposed to be. Like, I think some stuff needs to come to a natural end, which, you know, you know, depending on the story, that could be one season, two seasons, three seasons, you know, six seasons. As long as it comes to a natural end and it's not pushed, mm -hmm. I you know, you know, like Breaking Bad, I think came to a natural end, and that you know that went six six seasons, right? Six or seven, yeah. uh, six, I think. Com you know, wrapped everything up perfectly, told the story I needed to tell in the yes. six seasons, and didn't go any further. And I, you know, that's the same with Queen's Gambit. I think because um, it's based off, based off a, a book. Right, and they literally they 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 literally did the whole book in the show, so I don't even know where they would go. From oh there. no, then they wouldn't. I mean, is it a cash grab if they do a season two? Of course it is. It's a cash grab, oh. but is that's where they lose? Like you know the whole thing where like okay, 
you're you're going past the art now. You're just looking for cash. You know, I, feel like they're never, they're, I feel like they're never as good either. I was like the first. Never. Some show the perfect avid is literally still with the small condensed formula of literally like two seasons. The cartoon Gravity Falls, two seasons, and it's still probably like some of the best writing and animation. Exactly. And see how they didn't they didn't ruin it by pushing it further than it needed to go. That's true. I agree. I agree. What about you, uh, Donovan? What are you watching, man? What do you recommend right now? I do not recommend. <laughs> what okay. do you don't recommend? Before I before I get on my watch list, did you guys see Wonder Woman eighty four? What were your thoughts? Bad. Whoa. Sorry, this is bad radio. I can't do that. Okay, I'm doing a thumbs down, people. Uh, this is bad radio. Okay, okay, I'm going to go on a little rant. And Luis, uh, I just want to ask you, you weren't interested or you just haven't got around to it? I haven't got around to it. I haven't seen the first one. Well, I didn't have HBO Max. My roommate literally just got HBO Max. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm, like, I'm literally about to watch it. So please watch the first one, then the second one, so you can see the difference. Mm-hmm. How different it felt. Same director, just so you know. Uh, same director. You, you liked the first one, right? First one, I liked it. It wasn't. Sorry, go ahead. I thought the first one was outstanding. Okay. Yes, and uh, I'm gonna give my thoughts, so you could give your thoughts, Donovan. Um, we don't want to compare, but we kind of have to. Uh, the, the The movie contradicts itself. Mm. Okay, so here's the thing: Batman versus Superman. Uh, Wonder Woman says, uh, "I left the world of men." And I have to come back because of the great evil, which was uh, Doomsday. Okay, cool. Whatever. 1984. She's been living in the world of men for like 60 years. So I'm like, okay, so you just said you left the world of men, but now, okay, whatever. They focus so much on the 80s that it takes a third of the movie, which is sucked. I'm like, what are you guys doing? We get it. It's the 80s. It's set in the 80s. But you guys don't don't have to show the 80s so much and they show breakdancing and they show graffiti and they show Steve Trevor wearing different outfits which took forever and then Wonder Woman practically raped a guy it's just <laughs> it's just that, huh? it's, <laughs> if, if the roles I'm sorry to say this but if the roles were reversed and it was a guy uh, using another woman's body holy crap that was uh, that was very problematic. My biggest thing is you can't have a good story with a hero and a villain without a good villain. And this film didn't really have any good villains. I love Christian Wiig as Barbara Minerva just because me as a comic book nerd, I love Cheetah. I'm a fan of Cheetah. I think she one, she's literally faster than Kid Flash. Like, come on. But the way that the way that they tried to do it in the movie, plus you kind of like really fucked up Maxwell Lord. Yeah. Talk about the same guy who took over the Justice League with mind control to the point where Batman had to poison himself and literally join the Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, like, again, going back to Queen's Gambit real quick. They that that show set in the '60s, and like you know, they showed everything that was in the '60s without like having to show it. Like, right? 
like it without was like, throwing it, it in your face. It. Yeah, you could see you could see it as the story was progressing. You could tell it's the '60s. They had the dresses and the cars and the. All right, but yeah, no, did they overdo it? Like you said, no. That's good. And you expect more from Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Just because. He knocked it out of the park with the Mandalorian. Have you seen the new season? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy season. Great season, yeah. man. And then you have him do Wonder Woman and like a lot of over a lot of overacting, a lot of hamming it up. But less is, like this is one of those few occasions where less is more. Yeah. I, I know I know that we're going for a Trump reference there. That's what everybody could talk about. That he was that it was a Trump reference. <laughs> Not everything needs to mirror our current society. Some things just need to be made made for the intended audience. It doesn't have to have political ties or or ulterior motive. Correct, because sometimes, depending on when something is made. And it comes out after something has already passed. It just looks tacky. Exactly. There, there are movies being made on the pandemic. And if they take longer to come out, then they're just going to look kind of dumb way after the pandemic. I know The Resident, The Resident, I haven't watched it, but I know they're based, they're going to be based around the pandemic. And okay, they, they ran with it because it's a show. And I think so, it already aired too. So yeah, it started. It started. Yeah. At the same time, Grey's Anatomy also had touched on the pandemic. I feel as though for medical procedurals, that's the right move. Right. I mean, I'm surprised that Grey's Anatomy is still going. <laughs> Shonda Rhimes is not going to let go of that bag ever. Oh, my God, dude. No. But uh, just to finish on Wonder Woman 1984, you are, you are correct, uh, Donovan. Uh Bad use of then that's DC's main problem. No good villains. They barely they barely have any good villains in their movies. DCEU, I mean. Um, for, the, for the record, literally Marvel only had like three good villains. Yeah. Yeah, but the, 23 movies. Yeah, and then the, the concept was kind of dumb, the whole wish stone, and then <laughs> and Cheetah was not needed in this movie. I wanted Cheetah, but either make her the main villain or, or save her for the next movie. Because the way Marvel does it, they um, they tease villains and bring them on in later movies without having to use them up already. And uh, Wonder Woman was like, nope, we have to use Cheetah now. And she was like barely used and she was only in one good, two good fights in the White House and at the end. And yeah. that's it. And then, so who's your main villain? Maxwell or Cheetah? Like, come on. Cheetah's just there for no reason. It was... And the big thing, I'm just going to say this. It's good to have uh, creative freedom. The director got creative freedom. In this, in this case, it was a bad thing. Yeah, it feels like she veered off, especially literally Wonder Woman powers. Oh, so she had the invisible jet. Now she can fly, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dial it back. Literally, one, we don't need all these, we don't need all these powers for it to be a good movie. Yes, she does have these powers that you see in cartoons and movies and other avenues, but at the same time, dial it back. We didn't need all of that at once. That's true, man. That that's true. And uh 
I'm sorry to say this, but it has some bad CGI. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they they couldn't show her running naturally. See, she was doing this. <laughs> she was like she was like yeah. she was skimming. She was okay. Here, just to show you. Uh, she was doing this. <laughs> and then and then and then like her hair was barely moving and she was like running like a hundred miles per hour, right, Donovan? Yeah. It just looked it just looked wrong. And then somebody said, uh they put a meme. They're like, somebody uh, needs to hire Tom Cruise to teach the DC people how to run. <laughs> because because nobody dude, that that was some crappy CGI. But Patty Jenkins is cool, you know. Uh She's a woman director. It's awesome. She did Wonder Woman one. She didn't get paid that much for it. Uh, obviously, her fee went up for this one. But hey, they already greenlit Wonder Woman three, and hopefully, she learns from her mistake from Wonder Woman two because that was horrible, dude. What a horrible watch! I went to the movies to see it. Oh, <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. Worse. Because the, op- the opening scene of that movie was good. I can say that the opening scene was good, the mall scene, and after that, everything kind of goes to shit. Yeah, dude. So, not a recommend, dude. Not a recommend. <laughs> and Luis, you need to watch it just to watch it, dude. Just to... Yeah, Wonder Woman 1, amazing. The, the No Man's Land scene, you'll know what I mean when you watch it. You- you'll love it, dude. But uh, besides that, uh, but uh, DC needs to get their butt down to Atlanta, man, to Georgia. They don't film shit here, right? I mean, they, sh- they shot SS. Yeah, what? Say yeah, say it. If anything, I'll cut it out. Which one? Yeah, I was like, they shot Suicide Squad. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, you can say that uh, because the trailers are. Oh, yeah, they do. They did shoot Suicide Squad, but you know why though, right? Oh, because of um, because um, James Gunn. Yeah, because of James Gunn. Yeah, because he was uh, because he um, because he's been shooting with Marvel, right? So he just he shoots with Marvel and he likes to shoot here and he has a house in Atlanta. Oh, I didn't know he had a house. Yeah, he has a house. That's cool. He, he that's smart. He he has a house and. He's probably he's probably gonna film um, Guardians three right over here. Yeah, he did Guardians two, Guardians one. I'm not sure they shot it, but Guardians two and was shot here, and and I think he wants to do Guardians three here. So he was like, "How convenient! They got Pinewood, and I'm not calling it Trillist. You're never gonna call it Trillist? No, it's not a thing. It's not gonna happen. Stop making it a thing. It's Pinewood. I mean, what, do mean, what do you mean, make it a thing? Like that's the name of it now. It's not Pinewood. Nope, it's never gonna catch on. Stop trying to make it a thing, okay? I'm like, <laughs> I was quoting. I was the people that the people that own Pinewood are the ones who moved on, so that's why they took their name with them. I was uh, I was quoting Mean Girls. Stop trying to make Thriller happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. I still have my Pinewood parking stuff. I'm gonna keep it. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Thriller. I'm playing now, but uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So yeah, more DC properties need to come here. They try to stay in LA or they go to like uh Canada, like Donovan was saying, but they just need to come here, man. Oh, but uh Do- oh, what were you gonna say? Uh what do you guys think about 
HBO, I mean, Warner Brothers releasing their whole slate on HBO Max. That's go ahead, man. I know you want to say something about it. Oh, uh, man. Um, shit. Well, it's good for the streaming service, dude. It's good for HBO Max. It gives it some fighting. It gives it like a, a fight against Disney Plus and Netflix. So it's like it's fighting chance because right now, like Apple Plus is doing shit. You know, they're doing pretty crappy. Amazon is doing OK because everyone who has Amazon Prime has Amazon. So they're doing decent. But like, you know, the big ones, you know, like Netflix and Disney Plus, you need something to fight them with. And I think this is the way to fight them. Now, the whole director's being sad about it. See, the one that kind of pisses me off is uh, Dune. But I know they're still going to do uh, yeah, the, theater yeah, yeah. and streaming. But it, it sucks for the movie theaters. The movie theaters are the ones that are pissed off. They're the ones that are like, well... People are going to mostly choose streaming because of the convenience of it, because that was the luxury of a movie theater that when it came out, you could only watch it at a movie theater. And then you had to wait for months before it came out on the streaming service. But it's awesome for us. We can watch it more conveniently whenever we want. Sucks for the movie theaters. And I kind of don't want the movie theaters to go away. But like big movies like Dune, I will watch in the movie theater. I will rent it. I will rent out. You know how they're doing the hundred dollar movie rental thing? No. Yeah, like I would do that. But uh what about you, Luis? Do you prefer movie theaters or are you just like the, the streaming at home? Yeah, I was gonna say, um I'm not I'm not like you guys. I'm I am more of the convenient chill at the house type of person. Like hey, you know, I was never a fan of spending seventeen dollars on a small popcorn and a drink. Um, certain movies that I want to see in theaters and certain movies that I'm okay with just watching them on HBO Max. The new Space Jam, I wasn't going to spend money to see the new Space Jam. <laughs> 21 period. I grew up in the 90s. I grew up in the Jordan era. I'm not watching LeBron James do Space Jam. That's not, just a no. I, I, I agree with you. Like, I kind of I'm kind of salty that they had to do that. I'm like, why? Like, why? Why? Again, why? Why, why, why do we need a Space Jam sequel? Why? But I will be going to a theater to see Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That. What happened? I don't feel about that because of the original Mortal Kombat movies. I don't. Uh, there's some nostalgia. I don't even. I don't, like, I don't even know if they are good. I just remember them. Like they just have the nostalgia value. Yeah. Like I don't. I original, but the original was a PG-13 movie that you could bring your family to. This one is supposed to be a hard R. This movie is supposed to have fatality. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. So wait, uh, before we get into those movies that are coming out. So Luis, you, you're more of a, a stay-at-home comfort man. Watch it whenever you can, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Donovan, what about you? Where do you stand on streaming versus movie theaters? It dep- It all depends on. It depends on what I'm going to see. Okay. If it's, if it's something mid, like I regret going out to see Wonder Woman. Because <laughs> one, it was it wasn't that good of a movie, and on the way back, my transmission went out. Oh. Yeah. So literally, you just like was it even worth it for me to go out to go to the movies? Hell no. <laughs> we all night to get for a tow truck. I kind of, 
I kind of agree with him in that in that respect. Like, obviously, when you you go to see a movie, you don't know if it's going to be good or not. And you know, you know, I've gone to movies and seen a movie and been like, that was not not worth watching, honestly, or like even not watching it at a movie theater. Um, so and then, but then obviously you get you get the hits and you're like, this is fucking amazing. This just blew my mind. Um, I'm so glad I watched it in the theater. So it's just like you roll the dice on, on a lot of movies, which I don't like to do, because like I said, I just, more often than not, I see a movie and I'm like, you know, it was all right. Like, I could have watched it at home. True. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, that's true. You're like, eh, I could have waited for it to come out. Well, before now, now everything comes out on streaming. Uh, the one thing I will say about streaming is very convenient for like, let's say this podcast. So oh, I want to review something. Now, let me just watch it on right here. I don't have to buy a ticket go to a movie theater, watch it at a movie theater, come back and then do it. I did the tenant review. And because I wanted it out right away, I had to do it in the parking lot. I have that video up. Me and Kevin had to be in the parking lot with our video camera, scared that we were going to get mugged doing the tenant review just because we needed to get it up right away mm-hmm. to where like streaming is like, okay, uh, let me sit down watch it, hop on my computer and do it. Re- or I can even watch a lot, uh, do a review on it as I watch it, stuff like that. I like the one thing, uh, the one big down I always have with streaming is uh, the the sound, man. Like my sound sucks. It's just a TV sound and I'm not going to invest in the surround sound. And then, uh, Luis, do you watch it on the TV or, or on your computer? Yeah, I use, I use my TV. I got a, um, not a, maybe not a whole surround system, but I do, I have the sound bar with a subwoofer. Um, uh, I mean, it sounds pretty good. Not that yeah. expensive either. Eh, okay i think i buy too much camera parts that's why i don't have money left for anything mm-hmm. what about you donovan uh you just like watching at home uh yeah i've just been watching things at home literally i've been i've been watching a lot of different things more or less have you i flea bag on amazon flea bag on amazon some of the best comedy writing i've seen in a long time by phoebe waller bridge uh, Right, that's outstanding. Uh, okay. The Watchmen, HBO's Watchmen. Regina King gave an incredible performance. Yeah, I need to. I need to finish watching that. I didn't. Uh, I started watching that and I didn't finish it for some reason. I need to go back and finish that. Um, because that was filmed here, and I another one filmed here. Check. Yeah, for the most part, I uh, I try to watch everything that's filmed here. So that was one that was filmed here. And I need to finish it. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. And again, that one, um, that one's over. That's not going to get a second season. I think that, you know, they were just it like, they knew what they wanted to do and they did it. It's good how it is. You don't need to add more. It was perfect how it is. That was one of those few shows where you're just like, would you want a second season? Yes, we all would love to see a continuation. But does there have to be? Mm-mm, exactly. That's some, that's, you know, obviously these, you know, execs who are thinking about money, they don't ask themselves that question. They're like, can we make more money? Yes, then let's make it. <laughs> but <laughs> like, do you have to do it? Like, there should be like, in like those boardrooms, there should always be like one person who's just like, or there's like, there's like the whole group of executives who are like, yes, we want to make money. And then there should just be one guy in the corner who's like, but do you have to make it? Then he gets thrown out the window. Right. Yeah, he would probably get it. the first the first time he said that he'd be he'd be he'd be gone. Like the meme. Uh 
I, I'm with you, man. I, I need to get on Watchmen. I need to get on all these shows. Um, I just started Doom Patrol because I just I got know, HBO Max. I just started Doom Patrol too. So yeah, season on DVD. Yeah, uh, you have what season? I have the first season of Doom Patrol on DVD because it was the first job. It was the first Hollywood job I got, and I was like, "Oh snap!" Off that alone. Now about it, and I now see here we go again. Like I don't want to spoil it, but something happened, and I don't want to talk about it. But I was like, "Shit." <laughs> well, I mean, we'll talk about it when the show comes out for sure, man. But oh, so wait, uh, Donovan, you worked on Doom Patrol season one? No, I had worked on season two. Season two. That was the first time you ever got on any Hollywood job or like, or, or uh, what was that, Crew Extra? Tell me about that. No, first time I was on set, it was for janitorial. I was cleaning up around set and then they literally gave me the promotion. Now I'm wearing masks. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Congrats. I didn't know. And I didn't know it was on Doom Patrol. So, okay, you've been there on season two. That's cool. I had no idea. And, um, do you know, did you know uh, that you wanted to work on film like from early on or that's just something that came up? I've always wanted to work in film. My dad worked for Comcast for 14 years. So Damn. growing up, all the movie channels. Mm -hmm. So growing up, my whole childhood is me watching movies, okay. watching movies breaking them down, dissecting them. I love, I love film. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome, man. So you just, uh, you, you, are you originally, I haven't asked you this. Are you originally from Georgia? Born and raised, east side all day. Oh, that's awesome. So you, you saw the film industry come up in Georgia pretty much. Yep. Which I, I read about it and pretty much Georgia was kind of meant to fail in the film industry, but it kind of. Defy the odds. Defy the odds, surpass expectations. Uh, you know, they were trying the film incentives and. Louisiana, North, the Carolinas, Texas. Uh, what really helped Atlanta was the fact that we have one of the biggest music scenes in the country. Yes. Like it's New York, LA, and Georgia. I mean, and Atlanta for music. Atlanta. Good thing you said Atlanta, not Georgia. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, uh, Atlanta has no T's. Oh, that's true. Atlanta. That's true. But yeah, keep going, keep going, man. So off that off that alone, since you have literally all the celebrities and like the real housewives of Atlanta was like the first major real housewives. The one the first big ratings giant for Bravo for the Housewives extended universe. Yeah. So, <laughs> so off that alone, literally the the best move was to bring film. You already you have so much, you have so much space like dead space, like these big fields that you can put studios on, and literally they're cut and they're not around the city. So like Fedville, there's nothing out in Fedville, so they can have the peace and serenity that they need to film. That's true, man. That's true, and uh, yeah, it's Atlanta defied. It defied all odds because, like I said, it was meant to fail. They were testing out film incentives. They were testing out places. But, okay, besides that, what helped Atlanta was the airport. 20, 26 daily flights to L.A. It's That's fucking crazy. It's the busiest airport in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But just to LA, 26 flights a day. Not now with COVID, of course. But we're talking about regular non-COVID world, 26 flights to LA. You could have an actor fly in at any time or fly back out to LA. You Anything you needed, just, hey, uh, we need him. I bet they love that. Actually, I think some of the some of the like one or two of the projects I worked on when they had the rap party, like the act, like I remember, I remember for one of them, um, one of the actors like showed up and was there for like an hour, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm literally getting a plane like in like an hour. Like I can only be here for like ten minutes or something, and then I gotta get back to LA." For real? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That same day. Yeah, but man, yeah, the airport's amazing, busiest airport, uh, for sure. Uh, the how cheap the extras are because they're they're cheap as fuck. But they love that. Yeah, a right to work state, so they don't have to pay us union rates. Uh, <laughs> just uh, things like that. That and then the tax incentive, of course. You know, you get twenty percent over five hundred thousand. Then you get an extra ten percent if you use the Georgia logo in the credits. Equaling thirty percent, and don't so, they, isn't one isn't one of the discounts also like if the if the setting of the show is in Georgia somewhere? I heard that. I'm not sure if it's true. Do you know anything about that, Donovan? No. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I don't know how true that is, but I heard that like it might not be as big as the ones you just mentioned, but I think that you you also get another slight discount or something for like actually you know being in it because like you know before. Like nothing used to be shot in Georgia. I mean, like, sorry, set set in Georgia. Right. Actually, like, um, and like I've noticed the last couple of years, it's been like some some shows where like, yeah, it's like telling you that it's like in Georgia or somewhere. Yeah. Like set in Georgia. Yeah, Ooh. which I'm I'm surprised Doom Patrol they didn't want to set it in Georgia. They set it in Ohio, because the first season they shot in uh, Lawrenceville, which is where I, I live. So oh, a little. What? I was there. Oh, there. you were there for that scene? I was there for that very first day. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, that that's where so I live. Well, it wasn't first day. It was like that first week. Yeah. That first week, yeah. Because so, it was the pilot episode. Yep, I was there. Yeah, I think that's also what makes uh, Georgia so versatile. You know, you got city, you got little towns, you got mountains. Yeah, that's what I was, gonna, I was actually going to say that earlier. I was like, you know, maybe not as close to Atlanta, but once you go out, like, out, like, you can go to Savannah, that's beach. You can go up to the mountains, you know, you can go up to like, you know, if you go to like middle Georgia, it's kind of flat. Um, and then, you know, the more north you go, it gets mountainer. And then obviously you have little towns and then you have Atlanta, which is a huge city. That's true. That's true. And thank goodness our um, our governor, our new governor, Brian Kemp, didn't take away the incentives. Well, so also to touch on that real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I told you I started um, Georgia Film Academy, and I had uh, yeah, I had my first yeah, class on Friday. It Congrats, was, man! But it was it wasn't like the full class. It was just like a introduction, you know, like get to know each other. You know, it was just mostly the teacher talking about himself. Um, but he mentioned that uh, the way they set up the uh, the tax codes, they actually purposely made them really complicated and really hard to uh, to um, to remove. Really. So, yeah, when they were setting up the whole tax codes, they they built it into the code to make it very difficult to to be removed. So they were thinking about they were already thinking about how they wanted to have you know have Georgia be a, a film thing, and then you know 
not have it be like North Carolina where, you know, it, stuff was huge and then like a tax incentive uh, expired and then they were, they, you know, I mean, they're filming stuff now again, but um, for a while, like they left North Carolina because the tax incentives went away. Oh, damn. Yeah, well, I, I know about North Carolina. That's why they traded the tax incentives, like I said, in so many states. And they just kind of little by little failed. And then Atlanta, like against the odds, just they kept going. They could, but that's that's cool. I didn't know that about how they made it so complicated, so they couldn't like really take him away. And even with the new governor, I was scared, dude. I'm like, dude, you're he just. Leave, but he said he was gonna leave him. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was scared for a minute. And I mean, why? What? I mean, again, well, I don't. I'm not super into. You know, I don't exactly. I, I don't know anything about tax law actually, but I mean, all the money that the ministry is like bringing in like i would think that that's worth it i completely agree I, i'm with them, man. You have jobs, you have the day, and then you have them spending Wait, what happened donovan i was like i agree with the whole fact that since it does make us money i wouldn't want it i couldn't see a reason to get rid of it and look at how many big major league shows have came from georgia Stranger Things, Atlanta, and those are like two of the biggest shows of the decade. Yeah, I'm with you. And then you filmed the biggest movie, literally, that's made the most money in the history of movies. Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. So I'm just like, holy shit! Like they made their money back in more, and we were and we were cheap extras because I worked for like a week on that shit. <laughs> Well, if anything, we should be asking for more money. We know we they showed us how much money they made off the movie. They'd be like, bro, you should have paid us more. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> that's what they love. That's what's so appealing about Georgia. Cheap people, day players, extras. Obviously, they bring their main people from L.A. They're camera operators, you know, their main co- costume people, their main, their main makeup people. I get it. I get that. They bring them from L.A. They source them out, but... But still, we're still pretty cheap, dude, compared to uh, L.A. extras. Oh, okay. So, Donovan, you were in L.A. How is L.A., man? I, I need to know. I love – one, personally, I love L.A. I love – oh, God, I love L.A. I mean, I get to see <laughs> my sister, literally. Every, not everything's open back up. Most of things are closed down. But those things that are still open, worth it. Literally, the dispensaries are open. Literally, some of the stores on Fairfax, like some of the good fashion boutiques, some of the comic book stores. So I was able to do that. Literally, at Fair- on Sundays, Fairfax High School literally has a trading post where they have like maybe 50, 60 booths set up, all for like literally different small vendors. And literally, I bought a shirt have you ever seen The Professional with Gene Reno and Gary Oldman? Yes. I bought a shirt with, like, it's The Professional, but it, it's drawn in the style of anime. Oh, wow. Pretty dope. That's dope, dude. And uh, so, so wait, how long were you there for again? About a week. Oh, dude, man. I bet you, how's the weather? Uh. God, it literally, the weather was so good that literally right when I got back to Georgia, everything felt like utter shit. <laughs> like, 
But everything is warm and lovely in LA. Then you come back to Georgia, it's just cold and dreary. You're just like, um, I think I got lost because I don't know where this is. Right, right. That that humid, you know, you, you wake up that morning dew. And it's like that dry air in California, which I love, man. Uh, and then I remember that uh, before the pandemic started, Luis was in San Francisco, right? Yeah. Dude. I was literally a month before it started. <laughs> uh, you bastard. And I was, I was going to go to San Diego. And then the whole pandemic, that was going to be my like yearly trip thing. And then the pandemic messed all that up. But okay, I, I'm, a, I'm safe and I'm alive. So I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. But I love Cali, but the reason I bring up Cali, man, is because I wanted to go to Cali to work. This was years ago, like five years ago. And when everything started coming here, I just kind of stayed, dude. Uh, have you ever thought about Donovan working in Cali, like a uh, crew? Oh, yes, most definitely. After I went to L.A. and I was on Fairfax, I drove past the Paramount studio. Ooh. And the Paramount Studios looked everything I would ever imagine it to look like, like, it's one of the things where you're just like, I've seen this in my dream, but now I've seen this in real life. Was it lit up like golden? You're like, oh shit. <laughs> literally, might have been literally, my mind went blank and everything was just like, what is going on? Isn't Paramount the last actual studio in Hollywood? I don't know. Because I heard everything's in Burbank. So I don't know. Like I said, it could be. It truly could be. Oh, I don't know, Daddy. I need to check it out. I need to check all this out, man. Well, speaking of San Francisco, is that that was like the bridges? Is that the San Francisco bridge behind you? Yeah, that is. <laughs> Wait up! I think he's walking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I had to grab my charger before my phone died. Oh, you're good, dude. Dude. Uh, in San Francisco, what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, dude, that, that San Francisco bridge, that pissed me off. Uh, I, I went there at night, and I could only see it at night. It sucked. I think I was pretty much where that photo was taken. I was over there. Uh, oh, know, nice. I want to fly my, dro my drone uh, through those, like, holes. Those, like, uh, yeah, I've seen some people take some sick photos where they were right on the pretty much right on the bridge like, yeah i mean like the drone being like pretty much like right in front of it oh dude that's risky man but i know you like to take a risk i mean yeah i would i would do it because the photo came out so good i can't even i was like oh wow this is amazing dude that's a uh you yeah gotta risk it for the biscuit man you gotta risk it for the biscuit <laughs> Liz, do you have a drone license no i don't actually i you don't know for a drone now yeah, dude, anything that's over 250 grams, which I know the Mavic Mini is not specifically exactly for that. That's exactly what I have. I have the Mavic Mini. It's 249 grams. 249. So anything over 250 grams, which 250 grams is pretty light, you need to register the drone, which yeah. is like get a, a license plate. It's literally a sticker with a barcode that they can scan. And uh, then you have to get your license. Especially I mean, for, I mean, I'm gonna take it eventually, anyways, because um, I've read, I've read, I've read up on it and everything, and I think uh, if I want to use my drone to um, do any, uh, like, make any money off of it, like, I have to, I have to get a license for that. Oh yeah, you need a license to to make money off of your drone. 
yeah, but that's why you always ask for money under the table you know like cash so they don't yeah, like... yeah. of course but yeah so technically yeah since my drone is literally the mavic mini it's 249 grams i literally do not have to register or do it yeah or do the um the license so i have the one above that i have the mavic air 2 so it's definitely over 200 well, well i'm gonna have to get it anyways because i've already run into limitations with mine because it's so light i can't fly it as high as i want to because the gusts start uh blowing it because it's so it's so light it's like so if light even if, if it's even slightly gusty outside it's it, it starts moving like way too much so i i'm already like i'm happy i got it it's a good beginner drone but i'm already like okay i'm, I'm definitely gonna have to upgrade at some point because yeah that's it's, true it's too, it's too light like i can't do what i actually want to do with it i'm with you well uh there's uh, one more question i want to ask you guys uh i'm part of a COVID crew right now that's my job like i said i'm not going to talk about what i do specifically but it's pretty much a COVID crew how long do you guys think that job is gonna last not my job specifically but those COVID titles in general because that's a big thing in hollywood right now you know I was people having a conversation with one of my friends about that actually yeah when we were on set on friday yeah. um and my answer is going to be that it's going to be there as long as they need to have it. Cause as soon as they are clear to not need them anymore, they're going to, they're going to drop them because that's extra money that they don't want to like spend. And, um, you know, not, not to fire off it. I'm sure you've heard, I'm sure you've heard it. Yeah. Yet, but like crew kind of hates the COVID people. They call them COVID, yeah. the COVID police. Yeah. I completely get that. Yeah, necessary, but that's like, you know, I think everyone's going to be like, as soon as we don't need to have the, these guys here anymore. Uh, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> what about you, Donovan? What do you think? Since they're literally trying to fast track the reopening of theaters and concert venues, like they're talking about trying to have that back open by fall. I'll probably say winter next year when they officially are trying to literally get rid of the COVID job. Yeah. Either it's going to happen or they're just going to wipe them out. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we still got to, like, you know, vaccinate and, you know, try to get um, it more under control. But I think once, you know, I think he's right, maybe around fall or beginning of winter, hopefully most of our country will be vaccinated by then. Yeah. Well, our, our job in, ends in, like, what, June, right, Donovan? Like, in June, July? So I'll, I'll be good, but and I that means... Good. I think you guys will be good. That means in the next six months, I have to network like a motherfucker and just, like, network to try to get into other crew jobs because, like, I like crew. I like crew work. That's what I went to school for, you know? And uh, I, I know it wasn't going to last forever, but this was, like, my way in and a lot of people i've seen a lot of people that usually do extra work finally do some crew work but in the COVID team so i'm like this created some jobs temporary jobs but yeah i know crew is not too fond of the COVID people that's that's for sure <laughs> when i'm in my building and they see the COVID compliance officer they're like oh the COVID man's coming the COVID man and they're already like putting on their mask and shit uh did you guys hear the tom cruise rant yeah oh god <laughs> i mean i thought it was hilarious like <laughs> i mean you know i mean it is you know he is obviously tom cruise and 
that's his set and he's everything he said was not wrong right right and i you know and i don't exactly know what the person was doing that uh made him scream at him that part i don't know no okay so the quick story is that two crew members took their mask off when they were not supposed to he caught that and he literally had a team meeting and pretty much called them out in front of everyone and he just I'm like, not gonna let a guy who needs an apple box to literally look taller yell at me that way. Justin, <laughs> calm it down. Calm it down. I kind of agree with him. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, you're right, Tom Cruise, but you know, I don't need I don't need to be screamed at and called out in front of the whole crew by <laughs> let's let's see, let's let's calm down. That's like calm. smaller than Daniel Radcliffe. I'm pretty sure Harry Potter could kick your ass, so calm it down. Oh, shit. Hopefully this podcast doesn't get to his ears. He's gonna scream at us. Listen, no, I'll, extra. We I'll are the gold you, standard. I'll tell him the same thing. I'll be like, my dude, I'm not. I can barely hear you. You're so small. Oh, shit. Tell it, Tom Cruise. Pull up to my house. I want all the smoke. How about that? <laughs> well, guys, this has been a good episode. No, I'm fucking. No, but <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, just I, I feel like he should have handled it in a way that uh, he should have talked to the people or have a like the COVID compliance officer talk to people privately. Exactly. Called them the fuck. Or he, or he even could have screamed at the people, but like in private. <laughs> you just hear mumbling in the background, like "Where's the gold standard?" What the fuck is that? Like, but yeah, he. On a tangent like that, no one looks good. Remember when Christian Bell did the same thing and everyone thought he was an asshole for it? Yeah, you're a fucking amateur, man. I can't do a, a British accent, but yeah, yeah. Like, you're a fucking amateur. I'm like, damn. Yeah, uh, but that that sounded asshole. He said, like, the, the one thing that I didn't agree with, he's like, they're making movies because of us. I'm like, dude, they're gonna make movies with or without you. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Calm the fuck down, people. Exactly. <laughs> it's like they're over there in the U.S. making movies because of us. We are the gold standard. I'm like, okay, calm down. You're no Avengers, dude. I get it. You're Mission Impossible, but you're not the Avengers. You're not Marvel. You're not Marvel. Yeah, you're, you're not, not or Fast and Furious or Quentin Tarantino or you know or Christopher Nolan. Calm down. You're, you're Mission Impossible. Exactly. Which is not even like, you know, it's like, but dude, don't scream at people like that. That's some bullshit. Like I've seen people get in trouble at my job, at our job, Donovan, and they're, they're told privately, like, yeah, hey, you need to get upset or whatever, you know? Yeah. And that's they're the, that. they're the right way and a wrong way to do everything. That was the wrong way. The only way I, you did it was to literally ups, to usurp your power. Yeah, yeah. Was, he, that was a flex and not a good one. He was just flexing. <laughs> Who said he had to stand up on an apple box? Was that you, Luis? No, that was that was that. Was <laughs> I need to make that a meme. Just like him screaming and like edit uh apple box underneath him. I could do that. <laughs> Some Photoshop. <laughs> Like he starts screaming and then everyone's like, we can't hear you. And he turns around and he's like, hey, somebody give me a full apple. And <laughs> Talk into the mic. Literally, I need you to, you're, at, you're down here. I need you to come up here. 
I need, I need you to be up here. <laughs> oh, dude. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I better not see some shit like that on other sets. That would piss me off, dude. Oh, yes. That, that, like, I will walk off the set if somebody was screaming like that. I'm yeah, like, okay. I feel like that's never, that's never a good way to handle something. Like, I understand, I understand what he was trying to do. Um, but same, like, you just, you just never, you never actually do that. Or apparently, he's making the best fucking movie on earth, apparently. And they're the gold standard. So here comes this Oscar and whatnot. Like, what's the movie hasn't come out yet? Watch it be like the best movie of all time, actually. <laughs> wins every oscar uh literally literally the gold the gold standard oh <laughs> mission impossible 8 the gold standard <laughs> is this him riding a motorcycle with a mask on screams at the villain that's how he wins <laughs> he just, him. just screams him to death <laughs> I'm the gold standard. Okay, you win. <laughs> Damn, that's funny, man. That's funny, dude. Now, Tom Cruise, if you ever hear this, we love you, man. But we love you, cool. you're a dick. That wasn't very cool. We love you, you're a dick for doing that. Uh, come film in Georgia, though. For real, give us money, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> we can look like Venice. I mean, shit. You gotta go all over the world, save some money, dude. Might as well. Give me a salary. You can scream at me all day, every day. <laughs> 100K a year. I mean, I'm your personal screen pillow. Just give me five grand a week. <laughs> oh, God. I-, I need to make that a meme. The gold standard. Just Tom Cruise screaming like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, dude, I would love that. Oh, I love that, man. Oh, yeah, man. This this whole COVID thing, dude. Uh how how have you guys handled working with a mask? Cause it, it it gets to me sometimes. Like I need to I need a a breath of fresh air every now and then. I'm like, dude, this mask is getting to me. How how have you have you guys handled working in the film industry with the mask on? If I had to be on set all day and have and have to wear the mask all day, I would get tired of it. But since I'm going back and forth between a bunch of different places constantly. I have that little, that little window where I can just drive around without the mask on. If I'm in my own car, you guys can go fuck yourself. I don't care. I'm in my own car. I'm breathing, I'm breathing my own air. Right. Yeah. How about you, Luis? How has it been for you working with the mask? I've gotten used to it, honestly. It doesn't really bother me that much. So, I mean, obviously, I can't speak to other people's experience, but... You know, I have asthma and some people say they have asthma and they can't fucking breathe with a mask on. And I'm like, okay, not saying you're lying, but I'm fucking completely like that shit doesn't do shit to me. So like, I don't know if you're just using that as an excuse, but, but I will say, I will say this though. Um, I've, um, I've been biking around sometimes with my uh, mask on. Um, and then when like, I have to breathe hard, like if I'm doing like strenuous exercise, then the mask actually does get in my way. Um, Cause I, when I start breathing hard, I start like inhaling the mask and not getting enough air. Right. Um, and then that I really can't breathe. So that was like, Oh, but if I'm just walking around, like not doing anything strenuous, like it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, okay. So you're not the gold standard. Nothing. <laughs> I am the gold standard. <laughs> 
uh okay not just playing yeah dude uh i'm not gonna lie uh when i started working in november um full-time uh it, it started bothering me a little bit um you know after like five six hours in i'm like holy shit like i gotta take this yeah off. but also yeah and also like i said i don't work as many days on because you have since you've been working full-time I, I only work sets you know a couple times a week um and in my other job um I just do, I do deliveries. So same, same like uh, Donovan, uh, you know, when I'm shopping, I do Instacart. So it's like when I'm shopping, I always have to have a mask on. But, you know, when I get in my car and I do all the driving, I throw that shit off. That's true, man. Yeah. And um, I, I got used to it by now. But yeah, uh, the, it was the first couple like hard months. I was like, holy crap, this, <laughs> this is a lot for a lot of hours because I need to be around a lot of people, a lot of materials and things and i need to have my mask on i'm just like this this sucks but i understand that is the necessity for us to work right now if we want to work in our film in, in the film industry that's what we have to do everyone extra even from like the janitors up to the directors everybody's got to wear a mask and that's just the way it is right now you know no one's above the pandemic no one's above the the virus just you know it's just the rules it is what it is uh it, it was hard though getting used to it that's why uh when the whole uh when the pandemic started I, I wasn't like really going out and working i couldn't get used to it i was just staying at home whatever and then i'm like okay now i need to get back to work and i was lucky enough to find this job and funny enough i got this job because of covid because it's a covid related job but still <laughs> So, you know, uh, but the one thing I, I am used to now is uh, the COVID test. I'm super used to it now. I'm just like, swipe me up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, I don't know if I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I told you. Um, I studied on Dear Evan Hansen for a while and I literally have to get a test every, every, every day. You come in in the morning and before you even get to work, you have to take a test. Damn. So I stood in, I stood in for like three weeks on Dear Evan Hansen nice every day in the morning i have to take a test literally like fucking five times uh who did you send them for i stood in, i stood in for um um his name was jared in the in the show mm -hmm. um but the actor is uh nick nick the nick the dar the donny okay um he's like the indian kid who's uh who's in um he's in atypical which i just started watching ah uh, I like that show. Yeah, I'm the uh I was I stood in for the Indian guy. The um the uh, what's his name? It's Z. Uh like, yeah, Z. Yeah, but I forgot he actually says his real name. It's like Z, Z, whatever in the show. Um but I stood in for that that kid. And then people are like, Yeah, dude, you look exactly well the funny thing, so the way I got that was like quick quick story about how I got that job. I literally um Walked in as a, a background for like the very first day that I worked on that show. Um, yeah. And people kept giving me weird looks. And I was like, why are people giving me weird looks or whatever? And then like later in the day, um, I was asked if I, you know, had any standing experience, which I did. And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, you know, and then I, they put me on set. And then, you know, I was like, you know, no one, the funny thing is that first day, no one told me who I was standing in for. And then as soon as the actor came on set, I, he looked just like me, and I was like, okay, obviously, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying yeah. hi. Um, and then I guess I looked so much like him that they're like, yeah, do you want to just come in for the rest of the show? And I was like, of course I do, because I needed to work. Right. Um, and then as I was working um, more and more of the days, literally so many times when I was on set, the crew members kept being like, 
yo, you look just like the actor or like, I thought you were the actor or like the makeup people came up to me like three times and they were like, we were about to say something to you. And then we we're like, you're not the, we forgot you're not the actor. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm not the actor. <laughs> they were like, yo, they like hit it on the spot. And I was like, okay, shit, I guess. <laughs> you're um, like, I guess. Uh, no, but I, was, I was happy because I got the job, um, obviously, but you know. That's awesome. I, for three weeks, that's awesome for us, you know? Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I wasn't expecting it. And like I said, I literally only got that job because I looked like the actor. Um, and I barely look like any of the actors uh, on any show. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll take this. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, he films more stuff so I can get more work. That's true. But, uh, Donovan, have you ever done any extra stand-in work or extra or stand-in? I've never done extra work. I've just done a lot of PA work, like on web series and shit. Right. Have you ever considered uh, being an extra on like a big movie? Like, for example, uh, right now it's no secret that uh, Spider-Man is filming in Georgia. So yeah. would, you, would you ever consider doing something like that? I, w I would. Because one, literally a lot. That's something that you can honestly go home with and say that. I worked on a Marvel movie or something of that caliber because a lot of people can't say that. Correct. A lot of people. Like, uh, this is weird. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, Being Extra has fans in, like, India, in Africa. And I get messages all the time, like, you worked on this shit? You were Dude, I haven't told you this, Luis. No, you didn't. Okay, so me and Kevin were doing a reaction video to Marvel. And we started getting videos from, like, these people from, like, uh, uh, one was from, like, India, one was from Nigeria. And then they were like, oh, my God, we can't believe you guys worked on this set. It's uh, so cool. And then some people are like, oh, you guys are our favorite YouTuber. And I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? We have, like, 100 followers. I mean, we want to grow it. But they're like, yeah, like, dude, uh, because obviously everybody knows our DJ, uh, you know, Chris Evans, all those people. Okay. But then I guess nobody from the crew or nobody that's an extra talks about it except us that's why i started this channel mm -hmm. to talk to the pe lesser people that are not like the directors or actors that you always see on tv shows like jimmy kimmel jimmy fallon mm -hmm. to like uh the talk about the shows we worked on and uh yeah dude we started getting a bunch of messages from like uh these people from like other countries like middle east and africa mm -hmm. and all that was cool we're the number six movie podcast in nigeria Oh shit, dude! That's <laughs> awesome. It's such a random, such a random stat, but it, they're like Nigeria, you're number six in movies. I'm like, but I mean, you're right. Like, I feel like no one ever talks about this stuff, and like, you know, I, I, like I said, as you, as you, as you know, there's a lot of people who work in movie, and as you know, everyone has crazy stories. They just, I guess, no one ever had any. Um, I, I don't think anyone had this idea before. That's why when you told me about this idea, I'm like, this sounds great because I've never heard anything about it. Uh, uh, it. And, you know, and like I said, we've, I think we've been doing a good job of not, you know, I think a part of it is because people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to spoil stuff. Correct. Because obviously there's NDAs or whatever. But, you know, the stuff we talk about is, you know, not ruining the NDAs. And or if we do, it's after the after the movie or show comes come, comes out. That's um, true yeah and there's there's so many stories exactly there's so many people that work on sets besides the main actors and the director like as you know like the crew is crews are fucking massive they're you know 
Yeah, and then you only see like the big actors or directors like being interviewed and stuff like that, but you don't see like the PAs or the extras, the stand-ins. They never get interviewed, so that's why I want to grow this channel to get those people out there, uh, and to talk to those people because you know I feel like not only are we like people that work for movies and TV shows, we're also movie and TV fans. Exactly, and we have a different perspective of things. Now it's not just oh that show was good. We're like, holy crap, I remember when they did lighting on that and they had this. Like the stories you told me about Stuber were mm -hmm. freaking awesome. How they had you in that machine with the car that rolled. Mm -hmm. So one of the funnest things I've done. <laughs> well, what about you, uh, Donovan? What is the best set or your, the, like, your favorite set that you've been on? Honestly, I would have to say Doom Patrol just because the weird nature of the show. You Right. A lot of stuff of, about the show that is like so weird that if you saw it in any other format, you wouldn't understand it. But because the pragmatic nature of the show, you're just like, you know what? I don't understand what's going on, but I enjoy every second of it. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, we still have a lot to talk about. And that means I'm going to have, you know, Donovan back on, obviously, Louise back on. Uh, Donovan, you and me are going to start like a little segment thing, right? Where we're going to rant about movies. Of course. <laughs> we're going to have a little rant segment. We, I'm not sure yet, guys, if this is going to be on YouTube or on for the podcast, but I feel like it's going to be like a YouTube thing. But uh, watch out for that. Obviously, I'm going to have Luis back for the interviews and just talk about what's filming around in Georgia. Uh, just really quick, uh, Donovan, where can they follow you at on your social media? Donovan Love or Donovan R. Love, D-O-N-O-V-O-N-L-O-V-E. And what are you, Luis? Uh, re remind them where they can follow you at. Um, Instagram uh, at Luis207. That's um, L-U-I-S-207. And you can't follow me because my wife won't allow it. No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting too popular. No, I'm playing. Uh, uh, you guys can follow me at J-O-R-G-3-1-0-1. And that is my Instagram. And don't forget to follow us at BeanExtraPod. Oh, by the way, you got to change your info, uh, Luis. I changed the name to BeanExtraPod. Wait, what happened? Oh. On Instagram, it's BeanExtraPod. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll change that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you guys. I'm going to have Donovan and Louise back on. Um, and guys, please do not forget to subscribe to this channel. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on the new Amazon podcast channel. And uh, we are on YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe, follow us, everything. Follow these guys. And uh, thank you guys for being on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right, all right, until next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs>